0: We'd like to welcome you back to part three of our dedicated study entitled Trump, Civil War, and the Evil Globalist Agenda. Continuing further, uh, again, because this is a dedicated study, this is pretty much what we're going to be zeroing in on this. And and, and again, I do this so that if you've got anybody on the fence regarding this issue, this could be a one-stop shopping where it goes over almost all different facets and aspects. Of course... You know, a month from now, this will be kind of, I'm not going to say obsolete, but there's going to be a a lot more information that is probably going to be breaking over the next month, which will greatly enhance what we're talking about today, okay? But this would be something that would be like one-stop shop. This is about as unpolitically correct as you could possibly be what I'm covering today, but I really could care less about that, you know what I mean? That's irrelevant. So the next report is entitled Radical Leftists Unleash Anti-Trump Riots Starting on March 19th. This is by Michael Schneider of the uh, Economic Collapse blog. Many of the exact groups that participated in Occupy Wall Street I mean, these are some of the slime scum of the earth and helped organize protest rallies in Ferguson and Baltimore are now promising to bring us the largest civil disobedience actions in generations. I mean, look at the people again that are uniting against Trump, okay? Some of the most evil organizations and people that we have in America are all now starting to become in lockstep against him. He goes on to say, I recently wrote, and I'm not saying every single person that would be, I mean, I don't want to, I mean, I'm talking about the vast majority though. Of these people. Maybe there's some misguided people in these organizations that, that are just getting swept up in the movement. Maybe they're well meaning, but they're not, they're, they're just believing the rhetoric and the lies. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. Okay, but I'm talking about for the most part, I'm talking about the vast majority here. Um, many of the exact same groups that participated in, um, okay, I already read that, I'm sorry. I recently wrote about the trouble that radical leftists have caused by attempting to disrupt Trump campaign events. But now there's a very organized effort to turn this into a national movement. On March 19th, thousands of angry protesters will descend on Trump Tower in New York City to denounce, and this already happened, to denounce Donald Trump's fascist policies. Fascist. I love it. I love it. it, it what he's saying is the exact opposite of fascism. They just like to label stuff. Most of these groups are either are either overtly socialist or communistic in in their in their ideology, and they're saying Trump's a fascist, okay? Uh, anyway, again, common sense, just throw it out the window when it comes to making any sense of how they could be looking at these situations. It doesn't matter. It, they're going to believe whatever is told them. As long as Donald Trump doesn't get in, that's all that really matters. Okay, that's all that matters. So, um, they, uh, they will join together then on April 2nd to launch their democracy spring in philadelphia oh man i can't even imagine what that's going to be like from there large numbers of liberal activists will march to washington dc where they will risk arrest during a peaceful sit down at the u.s oh yeah I will see how peaceful it is the u.s capital from april 11th to april 18th so they're gonna go they're gonna march from philadelphia to washington dc that's a. i don't know how many miles that is but that's got to be you know quite a hoof Um, And then they're going to be there for a week, a sit-in. And they're saying this is going to be the largest civil disobedience action. And as far as I can see, this is all about Donald Trump. Washington hasn't created Donald Trump. Why are they they marching on Washington? It's not their fault. I mean, I blame Washington for a lot of things. Of course, it kind of is Washington's fault because they were the ones that created all of the horrific things and have done all the horrific things they've done where a guy like Donald Trump was inevitable. You know what I mean? So I guess, yeah, I I get it from that standpoint. But it's almost like a bunch of screaming, infantile three-year-olds in adults' bodies, screaming and whining that they're not getting things their way and they don't want Donald Trump because he's bad and he's evil and we're going to go nuts and we're going to scream and we're going to whine until we get our way. We're going to throw the biggest stinking temper tantrum you've ever seen, the largest civil disobedience action in generations because we're here to prove a point that we're going to get what we want. This is what's going on here. I mean, these people are morally reprobate. And totally demonically blinded and deluded. And then it goes on to say, um, if the radical left is this freaked out about how Donald Trump, about Donald Trump now, how bad will things get if he actually becomes the Republican nominee? See, what I'm telling you is that, I mean, I I don't see how we're making it out of this year uh, before things get just... Off-the-scale bonkers, nut nutbag crazy between now and the end of the year. I mean the elections, Obama's last year, we got the summer coming up, we've got all of these 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 actions that are that are on the books now, they're being planned. We have got the most wicked factions of our government and of our society coalescing and coming together freaking out all united against Donald Trump I I think the only thing that could avert is if he was assassinated and that that would appease him and then they'd, they'd only have Ted to run against Clinton they'd rig the election Clinton would be in and then the other side would be appeased now what I'm saying is that I don't see any good coming out of that scenario maybe that's what we deserve in America from a standpoint of God's judgment. Maybe maybe God's gonna permit that to happen. Maybe he's not though. Maybe if enough of his people would unite in prayer and, and pray for righteous judgment, which is what always leaves a land when God's before God's judgment falls. There is no true righteous judgment. You look in Isaiah, there's a lot of instances of that. And then God, it's, it talks about God's hand of salvation even departs from the nation, meaning people hardly can even get saved. There, when there's no true righteous judgment going on in a nation, when people are not crying out for righteousness, when they're not crying out for holy judge, God's holy righteous judgment, which means a ton to God, according to what I've studied in Scripture. You don't hear a lot of people preach on that, but it's true. God hates unjust scales and balances. If Hillary gets in, like Trump said, she's going to appoint five more, if she can, Supreme Court justices. She'll be in there for eight years like Obama. She'll probably end up appointing five more liberal Supreme Court justices in some way, shape, or form. Maybe not that many. He seems to think it's five. And he says, we'll we'll never, we'll never recover. It'll be over. Now, granted, I understand what the Bible says too. That evil men and seducers are going to wax worse and worse. You know, I understand that. I understand what the Bible says in Revelation and in Daniel, that the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to arise. But you know what? It doesn't say anything about, there about laying down and not fighting against wickedness and not occupying until Jesus comes and not being a good soldier and not praying against wickedness. Yes, pray that their souls be saved, you know, if it be possible. But God knows the beginning from the end. He knows who's going to get saved and who's not. He knows who are literal vessels of Satan, who are children of the wicked one, who are vessels fitted or pointed to God's wrath. He knows all that ahead of time. The unredeemable. God hath made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of evil. God knows who the wicked are. He knows who the wheat is. He knows who the tares are. He knows who's going to get saved. He knows who's not. And, that, and we, yes, we should. And that's his business, true. But a tree is known by its fruit you know tree is known by its fruit I still think we should pray and if you feel so led fast I don't see how that I don't see how that's bad advice that I could give somebody you know I'm not saying go out and flood the polling for Trump I'm saying praying and fasting For righteousness, for God's true righteousness and true righteous judgment. How can that be a bad thing? How can it how can that be unbiblical, what I just said? Trying to be on the safe side biblically. Because I don't want to go out there and say, oh, everybody get behind Trump and do this and do that, and then all of a sudden he gets in office, he turns into Satan incarnate. Uh Uh-uh. But could God use him? We'll see. I'm going to get into that at the very, very end of this study. So stick around. I'm going to do a little Bible study. And, and and we'll look at that. Is it possible? I'm not saying Trump's a born-again Christian. I'm not saying that. No, I don't think he is. No, I don't. But is there any biblical precedent for that? We'll see. I'm, I'm going to keep you hanging on that. Unless you want to skip ahead to whatever part that's going to be. I don't even know. Um, I'm just saying... I this is a clear deline- delineation between the forces of evil and increasingly more the forces of evil and increasingly more the forces of good, okay? That's the way it's, it's becoming really super obvious to me as I look at this. And that's why I couldn't not do this study anymore, okay? To me, this is way bigger than Trump or his policies or his platform. This is, who do I see aligning behind him? Having some now real literal interaction with these people, like I had at Lenore Ryan College the other day, the Trump rally. And then seeing who was on the other side. And I could have literally transposed the same people that were at the Planned Parenthood protesting against the pro-lifers. I could have brought those same people, in fact, those same people were probably there, they might not have, I mean, they, probably there's a very, very good chance. Same one, same ilk, same exact ilk. Other than there was more violent black men at the Lenore Rhine one. The, we didn't really see that at the, at the abortion rally. And again, you can say, well, you're racist. No, I'm not. I'm just, I'm stating a fact. I'm stating a fact, okay? I love my black listeners. I'm just telling you what I observe with my own two eyes, okay? And we're going to talk about that more later as well again, I'm about as unpolitically correct as you could possibly be. You know, I'm, I, I, I admit that. So, hopefully I'm conveying to you properly uh, what I'm trying to get across here. So, let's go further. Uh, enough on that one. Uh, rabbit trail there. Let's see here. So this goes on to say, I suppose that it was only a matter of time before the radical left began to specifically target Trump properties. I hope that Trump has good security because it will definitely be tested starting today. Next report. Anti-Trump protesters tyrannize uh, Americans as Soros and the New World Order begin activating terror cells in America in preparation of launching a race war. Can you imagine if they start activating the Muslim sleeper cell terror cells? Oh, man. Uh, that's a whole other element we're not even really talking about today. But that I really truly believe would also end up being a part of this. I think they're 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 implementing this further incrementally. If 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 one thing's not quite working like they want, then they're going to add more. And, and until it progressively just gets, you know, un you know incomprehensible. Um, here's a picture of these people blocking the, uh, the, the people to the, go to the Trump rally and they have dumped Trump on their big, big banners on the sides of their trucks. Look professionally made shut down Trump. Uh, it says uninformed misfits and globalist tools. Um, Things are clearly beginning to heat up in America as the first day of spring begins. George Soros and the New World Order uh, unleashing their paid terrorists upon America in an attempt to launch a race war. And then remember, George Soros and the globalists are the ones behind all of this. They're the ones funding it. Okay, so again, the other people are pawns. These are the people that are responsible. Those are the people that, that I really think need to be prayed against. The people at the top, George Soros, Hillary Clinton, these other evil, wicked political factions, they're handlers, okay? Because they're the ones funding all of this and organizing all of this. Uh, Let's go further here. Uh, pay terrorists upon Americans in an attempt to launch a race war upon Americans and put a stop to the nearly unstoppable rise of Donald Trump as Americans suddenly awaken in mass to the globalist plan to drive a final stake through Americans' heart so that they can completely bring their in their new world order and continue their pillaging of American jobs. See, they're, they're close. They're super, super close. But there's also a gigantic awakening of the masses in America at the same time. So this is a very critical time. They have to get this to critical mass. They have to get the martial law. They have to get the, the, the civil war going. They have to get all the hate between the whites and the blacks at a fever pitch so that they can implement this martial law, so that we won't have any more liberties and we won't have any more rights, and they can fully usher in the new world order. That's, they're, they're on the cusp of it. And Donald Trump is the biggest threat to that, is the way they're looking to it, than any other thing they've ever encountered. And they did underestimate him. And I believe this is why they're freaking out so bad right now. Doing all the things that they're doing. And that's why I want to do this study. Because I do believe this is probably one of the most critical, pivotal, important things that will happen at least up to this point in our lives. Especially if you're an American. And even elsewhere. Because this impact, what goes on in America impacts the rest of the world. Much of the time. So, um, and I don't say that bragging. I'm just saying that a lot of times it does. You know, so going further. Um, they their plans to drive a final stake through the Americans heart so that they can completely bring in the new world order and continue their pillaging of American jobs, the raping of the middle class, and the destruction of our Constitution. These are all things that Trump wants to restore at least what he's saying, okay? They've bowed to historical leftic tactics of rioting and terrorism as heard much more in the videos below. okay. And uh, as Milwaukee Sheriff David Clark tells Fox News in the first video, what we're now watching is rebellion and a threat to the very sovereignty of the United States and all of these protests that have suddenly terrorized the lives of ordinary law abiding American citizens who simply want to go about their lives. Sheriff Clark is totally on fire in this interview. Okay, so let's go ahead and roll this. This is Sheriff Clark, pro immigration protesters, pro immigrant, pro illegal alien protesters, or against trump they're protesting against trump uh and and again look at look at the caliber look at the moral platform of people that are going against him and his supporters it's consistently across the board evil it seems like you know these people want open borders. They, 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 they want the drugs coming across. They want the MS-13 gang members. They want all the evil. They want the diseases coming across. They want the Muslim terrorists coming across. And we don't have any right, evidently, to voice our opinion. So this is Sheriff Clark. Pro-immigration protesters against Trump are a conglomeration of misfits. I think he's being real nice there.
1: Later today, protesters in favor of illegal immigration plan to hold major rallies in Phoenix and New York City, protesting Donald Trump's stance on the question. Our next guest says he's seen firsthand who these protesters really are, and they're not who you might expect. Joining us now from Nashville is Milwaukee County, Wisconsin Sheriff David Clark. Sheriff, it's great to see you this morning. The hat is fantastic. I, I, I can't deny it. I love it. Um, So, tell us who these protesters are. We're getting one version from the Daily Press. You say you've seen
2: them and you have a different view. Well, first of all, the Daily Press has misidentified them from the beginning and they do so uh, intentionally. The liberal mainstream media is nothing more than a propaganda wing for the Democrat Party. I identified these individuals uh, for who they really are well over a year ago. I call them anarchists. It's a conglomeration of misfits. You have rowdy juveniles, you have criminals, you have cop-haters, you have university students, you have organized labor, and there's a spattering of well-intentioned people who are being used in this and are put out front to put on a good face. This is a dangerous movement, it is a totalitarian movement, we should not... Uh, soft shoe this, this this they only understand one thing tucker, and it 's force, and i 'm talking about reasonable force by law enforcement, but I 'm also talking about law abiding citizens standing up for their constitutional rights and not have their constitutional rights trampled on right. at these rallies. I'm not encouraging them to start the fight, but I'm one of those that comes from the school if a fight is inevitable, hit first and hit hard. So I'm a little bit confused by their position, because nobody in the press ever asked
1: them what exactly they're for. Is the idea that it's immoral for a country to have borders and that anyone who wants to move to a country has a moral right to do that and to get all the benefits of citizenship without being a
2: citizen? Is that what they're arguing? (laughs) It sounds like it to me, but look, every sovereign nation has a duty and an obligation and a vested interest to protect its borders. And it has to protect its borders for a number of reasons. One of them is homeland security issues. Another one is to spread the and prevent the um, spread of infectious diseases, like the Ebola virus, remember that one, and now the Zika virus. Any pregnant woman in the United States has to be very afraid that this United States government is not doing everything it can to prevent the spread of uh, the Zika virus, and the other reason that the United States uh, has a a duty and obligation is because we want to make sure we don't have a heavy influence of 'er ne'er-do-wells. Let's be honest about this. The the overwhelming majority of people in the United States illegally are not here seeking political asylum. Hmm. But it also raises a philosophical question, which is if you don't have borders, are you a country? No, you're not. That's why I said every sovereign nation. You know, every uh, country in the United States protects its borders. As a matter of fact, we have some of the most lax immigration laws in the world. And it is high time, and I think it's going to be a big issue in this campaign. And I heard Mrs. Bill Clinton say several weeks ago that the border is secure. Look, nobody believes the border is secure. She knows the border isn't secure unless she thinks we're stupid. It'd be interesting to see if a protest like this
1: broke out in, say, Mexico City, where people demanded that the Mexican government let everyone from Salvador, Guatemala, uh, and Nicaragua in who wanted to come in. You don't see protests like that in other
2: countries, I notice. (laughs) No, and this isn't protest anyway. Let's not misidentify this, okay? This is rebellion. This is an anarchist movement. They specialize in fear and intimidation and chaos, and they do it in the name of virtue. The only thing they understand, like I said, is force. And I'm talking reasonable force here. But like you said, in Mexico, if this were to happen and outsiders were coming in, this thing would have been crushed a long time ago. I, I think you're probably right there. Sheriff, it's great to see you this morning. Thanks a lot for joining us. My pleasure. Isn't
0: common sense a really cool, nifty little thing? Just common sense. This is just, all we're talking about here is reasonable, common sense based on morality. True really in this case this is biblical morality this is a biblical way of looking at things right is right you know and wrong is wrong and, and this is all we're documenting here uh, so I, I love that that interview now he talked about the anarchists he talked about you know the illegal aliens I, I want to say a little bit more about that here this this thing about the border being secured these are just the the uh, uh, the uh, current events. Just the he- headline, bullet points, from the last week, 10 days. I put this out in my last current newsletter. Uh, first one, these are separate reports. Illegals freed from prison go on killing spree. Then ICE, 124 illegals freed from jail later charged in 138 murder cases. So in other words, out of the 124, some of them had committed multiple murders. Because they were of the 124, they were then later charged with only 138 murder cases. That that's good solid fruit. This is this is why we need to have open borders. Because of this. We need more murders. We need more more innocent blood flowing in the streets. You know, we need more killing sprees. We need this. You know, and we're bigots and we're all about hate. Because I think that's the main platform that, from what I could gather, particularly being on the ground in Hickory, North Carolina, at, at Lenore Ryan College, when Trump was there outside while he's in there speaking and we're we're in there, we're outside dealing with the these protesters. From what I could gather, all of this thing about love Trump's hate, the main basis for their argument is because we want, because Trump wants, because his supporters want, a wall, which is every other nation on the planet, that is a nation pretty much has some type of barrier borders. Mexico sure has it on its Southern border with Guatemala, but because we don't want one of those. Okay. And we don't want unfettered illegal immigration coming into the country. We're all about hate. This is the whole, this is their whole rhetoric. This is their whole basis for saying that Trump is all about hate. It centers and stems on the illegal alien issues. Um, No, you know what? 124 legals charged in 138. There's nothing hateful about that. That's love. That's pure, unmitigated, and that's the kind of love we need more of. And that's exactly what they're saying. By their actions. They want more murders. They want more mayhem. They want more disease spread. They want more drugs coming into the country. They want more extortion. They want more beheadings. They want more Santa Marte death cult coming and bringing that religion in here, worshiping literally the angel of death, which is one of their patron saints of these of these high-level gang members. That's what they want. That's what they're saying. I mean, these people are so demon-possessed and uninformed... They, they call them low information i don't know it's almost like no information it's almost like you know turn a blind eye if it's if it's evil if it's a lie i'm gonna buy it i'm gonna embrace it it's not even low information you know then here's the next report update record numbers of child illegals flooding the border yeah because you know why because what that one lady said our borders are secure they're more secure than they've ever been and then it's beyond crisis proportions. It's, it's worth. See, Obama sees that whoa, if, 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 if there's this awakening going on and if Trump were to Finagle and, and get in there, we got to do as much damage now as we can possibly do. And this is why the borders are being led wide open now. the floodgates more than ever, worse than anything I've ever reported on, okay? Arizona sheriff unleashed, Obama handcuffed border patrol. That's another Arizona sheriff. Uh, well, no, that's a, that's another sheriff. He was a Milwaukee sheriff. Um, they've manipulated the data. They've had agents assigned to low traffic areas so the high traffic areas, they can just come through and they won't, I mean, this is being done on purpose from our wicked, evil, corrupt government is doing this. Now, I'm not saying everybody in the government's wicked and evil, but I'm saying it starts at the rotten head of Obama and his handlers, and it goes right on down because Obama is H-E-L-L bent on destroying this country lock, stock, and barrel. And this is a gigantic part of it. And how many of these are Muslim terrorists coming across? Um, they're purposely assigning agents to low traffic areas and to take them off the high traffic. Giving them the green light to come across. They've attempted to quiet dissent in the border patrol ranks. Saying shut up, do your job, you know. Pope asks the nations to open their hearts and their doors to migrants. So the Pope is not only pressuring America, but but Europe that's being flooded by these Muslim, savage, demon-possessed, raping, pillaging, stealing devils this is what the Pope is asking the nations to open their hearts and they're do- see a avoid we we don't want hate we want we want more Muslims we because they're all about love obviously I mean everywhere they go they spread the love you know obviously the the, the, the rapes and and I mean it's incomprehensible the reports I'm getting every day. Little children being raped and, 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 and tossed aside like garbage. And little girls being raped. And, and every manner of wicked debauchery you could imagine. The Muslims are at the spear tip of it. But see, that's love. That's their, that's their culture. That's how they express themselves culturally. As a good Middle Eastern Muslim terrorist. You know... So it's really, it's us. We're to blame for them because the women dress too provocatively. They have their children out on the streets maybe playing when they shouldn't be. And we're not attempting to assimilate into their wonderful culture of Islam enough. Um, the women are considered you know, fair game because they're out unaccompanied. Well, even if they are accompanied by men, they're fair game because they're infidels anyway. And, and, and Islam gives them the green light to rape, steal, kill, and pillage them. So see, that's love. And we, we need to just redefine terms here, which is really what George Orwell, 1984, was all about, redefining what these terms are. You know, in their in their view, hate and evil is love. And that's proven by their actions, by what we're seeing here, what we're documenting today. Then we have bombshell revelation ignored by MSM as sheriff and border patrol detail call and call out obama and then college students are demanding safe spaces from border the big bad border patrol agents that are that are totally being handcuffed and told to shut up and you know sit down and not say anything so i I give you all of those links then then also this particular sheriff he mentioned the um anarchist anarchist anarchists anarchists okay um and this quote's been coming into my head by Albert Pike a lot this week. And I want to go ahead and read a little bit about this um, so we can kind of also then take this into this whole equation and, and, and give us even a further perspective on things. While I just added this in, this last part, this quote's been going through my head this week. It's like God's reminding me of it. And, and I, all I can remember was we will release the Nihilists. We were released the Nihilists. So I did a keyword search online. And I almost forgotten where I'd heard it. And it was from Albert Pike. The highest ranking. uh, Freemasonic. Confederate. uh, War general. And he was the highest ranking general. Confederate war general. But he was basically the one that was attributed to. The modern day. Revival of the Freemason. Freemasonic. uh, Cult. And. Um. He wrote "Morals and Dogma," which is a lot. Which is an addition where a lot of uh, Freemasons don't even know what it is unless they're of, of the higher ranks. Uh, he's quoted as saying to, and this is in the Chick Tracks, and, and I've seen this many places that to the essentially, I'm going to paraphrase that that to the Sovereign Grand Inspector Generals of the thirtieth, thirty-second, thirty-third degrees. Um, we say to the crowd that we worship the God, the one the world adores. But to you, of the thirtieth and above degrees, we say that we worship Lucifer. And if he were not God, why would Jesus com- calcumulate him, meaning uh, insult him or whatever? This is the caliber of person. Here's a picture of him with his Masonic regalia on. Uh, he's the only Confederate War General with a statue of him within the city limits of Washington D.C. Why would you have a Confederate War General statue of a Confederate War General within inside the city limits of Washington D.C.? Well, because he's one of them. That's why. Found this report about him. Man. I'll just read it. Atheism and materialistic philosophy go hand in hand in the modern age, but the origins of atheism are much older. Um, now I'm getting to a point here. Albert Pike, who was born December twenty eighteen o nine, died April second, eighteen ninety one. Um, I'm just making sure I have enough battery in my recorder here. Um, was a Confederate general, lawyer, and the highest-ranking Freemason of the 1800s, and a writer, and is, celebrated, is a celebrated Freemason even today. He is quoted as saying in his book, Morals and Dogma of the Ancient and Accepted Scottish Rite of Freemasonry. Now, just so you know, if you were ever able to acquire one of these, I wouldn't acquire it, number one, and bring it into your house because it's a cursed object. But there are two editions. There is an exoteric, which is the ones the standard Freemason would get, in. and then there's an Esoteric, which is the Morals and Dogma Esoteric version, which is much harder to acquire and probably way more highly cursed, and it basically is the one that basically lets it, puts all the cards on the table, saying that we worship Lucifer as a Freemason. No matter what we tell you, we're worshiping Lucifer, and this is the real truth, okay? So anyway... Um, he says in the book, he's quoted as saying, For Satan is not a black God, but in the negation of God. The devil is the personification of atheism or idolatry. Okay. Pike, who was an Illuminist, an occultist, and an advocate for the global ruling class. Now, what are we talking about today here? What are we talking about, George Soros and Clinton and all of these different nations and all of these different the Rothschilds and all of these? What are what are they advocating for? They're advocating for a one-world government, a one-world political system, a one-world economic system, one-world religion, for a global ruling class. Ultimately, under the control of the Antichrist and the false prophet, right? Okay. He was an advocate for the global ruling class. Now, this was back in the 1800s he was an advocate for this. And was an insider Freemason in Washington, D.C. when he died. No wonder he got a statue. Okay. He was quoted later in his life saying, We shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm, which in all of its horror will show clearly to the nations the effects of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and the most bloody turmoil. That is their plan. Okay? We shall release the nihilists and the atheists okay, is what it says. And then we shall provoke a formidable social cataclysm with all this war, which will show clearly to the nations, the effects of absolute atheism, origin of savagery, and the most bloody turmoil. Isn't that what we're starting to see here? Now, I'm not saying this is it, but I'm saying that this may be the start of it. Because I can't see a better scenario for them to try to pull this off, and I can't see them being more motivated to try to pull this off as they are now, because they truly have a motivation, which is stopping Trump okay is this this quote coming to fruition literally are they going to release they already are releasing the nihilists and the atheists a lot of these in fact i would dare say the vast majority of these people that i'm in description of today all of these wicked groups that i have cited okay Move MoveOn.RG, Black Lives Matter, um, you, all the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered movements, these, these anarchist movements, which are all tied in with this nihilist and atheistic philosophy. Nihilism is the belief that all values are baseless and that nothing can be known or communicated. This is why when you're trying to communicate with these people, which I didn't really try to bother because I really didn't feel compelled very much because it's like trying to argue with you'd be better off slamming your head into a wall you're not going to get anywhere you're not going to convince them they're not reasonable people they're literally demon possessed or demon infested at bare minimum and they're and they're not open to logic they're not open to any kind of logical dialogue all they want to do is see who can scream louder okay um, nihilism is the belief that all values are baseless and that nothing can be known or communicated hey, what a great belief a true nihilist would believe in nothing, have no loyalties, and no purpose other than perhaps an impulse to destroy. Isn't that what we're seeing? Just these impulsive impulses to destroy, to go nuts, to, to, you know. This is what we're seeing. And when he said we shall release the nihilists and the atheists, is this the, the dark awakening? That Russ Dizdar's talked about. Is this the beginning of it in America? I could see it literally. That's why this is way bigger to me than Trump. Okay, yes, but he happens to be in the center of this, but is this the start of that? I mean, it sure is enough reason, evidently, on their end. I mean, their, their actions speak louder than words for this to actually happen. They want this to happen anyway. So they're trying to whip people up into such a fervor, such a frenzy. They're probably doing witchcraft on such a mass scale to make sure this happens. Who knows what they're doing with CERN to try to frenzy this up and, and, and the occultists or You have to understand there's mass witchcraft behind what we're talking about today here. This isn't just because people are getting upset because they have some false sense of morality and, and their morals are all messed up. Sure, that's part of it. But there is a mass amount of demons and devils and evil entities and witchcraft behind what we're talking to, about today here. How could people so be so unbelievably blind and deluded in America that they just sit back and, and, and see all this and, for the most part, do nothing? Now, I'm not saying that about the Trump supporters. I'm not saying about that, about like the remnant of, of true Christians, that they're that they're not awake or becoming more awakened by the day. And I think that's a big thing that scares them. But I'm talking about the average American. You know, that's kind of who I'm in reference to here. So anyway, I wanted to add that in because I really truly believe that now you're starting to see all of these atheistic, anarcharistic groups that are openly coming out saying, yeah, we're joining you. And they're they're already joining. And this is all centered on fighting Trump. Okay? (laughs) And then you're gonna probably have the Muslims join in with them too. I wouldn't be surprised one bit. And it's going to be a big, gigantic race war if they can pull it off. Okay? Um, we're beginning to see the globalist game plans unfolding to keep America in the New World Order on several different fronts. Now, as Teef Poe, a spokesman for Black Lives Matter, who was actually flown out to the United Nations to speak about police violence, this, this demon-possessed devil guy, Uh, he's a black guy, he was flown out to the United Nations to speak about police violence, has issued terror threats upon whites, as seen in his tweets below, where it says, if Trump wins, there will be young blacks out in mass causing riots. He says, is this part of releasing the atheists and the nihilists? Is, Is this what we're starting to actually see? I'll get to more of his quotes in a second but here's another verse here's more verses that kept coming into my head psalm verse 2 verse 1 about this why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing what what are we seeing now we're seeing rage we're seeing heathen over overt evil heathen that stand for everything evil and reprobate uniting coalescing coming together with a common enemy and the, really the common enemy is anything good and moral. Because that is what they're against. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and who, who, who is against Trump? And But see again, it's bigger than Trump. It's about his platform. That's what they're really against. They, they don't want, they want open borders. They want the destruction of America. You know what I mean? They want the destruction of the middle class of America, they know that that's one of the main things that, that that's holding back them implementing the New World Order. And every other thing that, that, that Trump has come out for, uh, so much of what he's he's come out for, I'm not saying I agree with him about everything, but a lot of the issues are obviously clear-cut, he's on the right side of morality, whether he actually acts that out when he gets in office, I don't know. But obviously he wouldn't have the kind of um, push behind him now if if people weren't identifying that as well regarding what he's trying to stand for here. The kings of the earth set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed, saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. See, these people that are demon-possessed vessels of Satan, they look at all this stuff that, oh, wow, they want to bring about all of these morally upright good things, okay, that, that has been so much the platform of what Trump's running on here, and they don't want that. Deep down, the devils that possess them they're like, no, 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 we want to break the bands. We want to cast these cords away from us. We want, they don't want morality. They want immorality, okay? And what they're looking at with Trump is he's talking about things that are moral and morally upright, okay? And again, I'm not saying I agree with everything he says, but so much of what he's running on is that. They don't want that. They don't want, because to them, that's like a cord. That, that, that's like a restriction on them. That's like, oh, whoa, you know, we're going to have closed borders oh no 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 we 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 can't have that with there there, there's no way uh we're, we're not going to let the muslims in wholesale oh no 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 we can't have that you know there there's there's no i mean you could go on and on and on okay so then god says in verse four he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh and the lord shall have them in derision what i've been praying for a lot lately how i felt like the Lord's leading me to prayer, is for God to have the heathen in derision. Now, whether that's whoever that may be, maybe there's people that are bad, bad people that I'm not even aware of, but God knows who they are. I'm praying for God to destroy and expose all of their wicked plans. Just like my listener Joe was talking about in the email that I read. How can you go wrong praying that way? You really can't. You really can't go wrong praying that God would have the heathen in derision and that he would judge the wicked. But God shall shoot at them with an arrow, according to Psalm 64. Suddenly shall they be wounded. This is talking about the wicked. So they shall make their own tongues to fall upon themselves. And all men shall flee away and shall fear and shall declare the work of God. For they shall wisely consider of his doing. And the righteous shall be glad in the Lord and trust in him. And all the upright in heart shall glory. See, when God judges wickedness and wicked people, good things always happen. This is what we need. We need God's righteous judgment. We desperately need it because if we don't get it, this country is going to continue to degrade and turn into a third world you-know-what hole. It is going to be Satan's playground. And I'm not saying that, that that's not going to happen. I don't, you know, Lord knows we're, we're deserving of judgment. But there's also, I really do believe, a, 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 a high number of people that are getting woke up that, that are seeing, you know, all of the immoral things that maybe even they had been participating in. All the immoral things that our society is participating in. And, and I really do believe they do want to change. They don't want this country to disintegrate and, and, and spiral out of control into the abyss. And I think this is what you're seeing with this Trump phenomenon. You know, I do. And that doesn't mean I think everybody in the Trump movement's perfect either. But I'm just seeing this delineation between these two groups. And it's becoming ever the more clear by the day. Doesn't mean either side's perfect. Well, obviously the one side, sure ain't. You know, um, we're all human. None of us are, 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 are walking around in sinless perfection. And if you think you are, the Bible says, if you say you have no sin, you deceive yourselves. And the truth is not in you. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of all sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Okay, now, yes, we strive for perfection, but does that mean we think we walk around and we never commit? Do you realize the Bible says that the thought of sin is foolishness? Or foolishness... Yeah, no. The the thought of foolishness is sin. I'm sorry. So one foolish thought is a sin. Okay? Pretty easy to sin. (laughs) You know? So... Again, that's what I mean about that. The Bible says to not think of more highly than ourselves than we ought to. The Bible talks about that, you know. So um, anyway. I, I do, I am convinced there are some people that, that call themselves Christians that do think, that I think that they're walking around in sinless perfection. And I had one guy recently go after me about that, saying that I'm just giving everybody an excuse to sin by saying that when Paul said, oh, what a wretch of a man that I am, who should deliver me from the body of this death, the things that I shouldn't do, that I do, and the things I should do, that I don't do. That, that, he said that doesn't apply to, to us. He was talking about it in his past life. I said, where does it say that? Every bit of that is present tense. Does that mean we have a license to sin? No. Does that mean we use our liberty for an occasion to the flesh? Obviously no. But do we go around acting like we're, we're, we're living in sinless perfection? That in of itself is pride, if you think that. You know? So I'm, all I'm talking about is having a biblical balance here. You know, not go around thinking, oh, well, well, my halo's on just perfectly straight here. And even though that's an actual actual symbolic of an Egyptian sun disk and is actually evil, okay, but obviously it's not portrayed that way in media. But that's all I'm saying, you know. Um, consider the pit from which you were dug, you know. <laughs> that's That's called humility before God. That's called, I really believe it's tied into fear of God, too. You know, so anyway, I didn't mean to go down that rabbit trail, but the Bible says, he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh, the Lord shall have them in derision. That's my prayer for the wicked. It is. What, what am I supposed to pray? Well, okay, bless them that curse you, do good to those that spitefully use you. I get that. But does that mean when we pray for them, we want God to bless them in their wickedness? The most, the biggest blessing you could pray on somebody who's unsaved is for them to get saved, Right? I mean, is, does anything really matter? I mean, a million years from now, is anything going to really matter other than that, whether they got saved or the, they didn't get saved? Well, that's what I pray. I pray for their salvation. Because if, if they get saved, then they're not going to be vessels, act like vessels of Satan and and do wicked, evil, bad things. You know, by their fruit, you shall know them type, type stuff. So I pray for their salvation. And uh, most of the time uh, for a wicked person to get saved, they've got to... Um, well, the Bible says godly sorrow leadeth to repentance, you know. So godly sorrow leadeth to, so through God's judgment, most of the time, a wicked person will get saved, okay. So, you know, also the goodness of the Lord leadeth to repentance. So that's another way that, that, that you could repent and get saved. That Okay, I get that too. And maybe that'll be the case. But for somebody that's that's in pure wickedness and living in wickedness, typically it's God's judgment's what's and if they never get judged, typically that gives them a green light to sin. They're going to go about their their merry way. They're going to keep sinning, and then they're going to die. And they're going to drop straight into hell, and they're going to burn forever in hell, and then get thrown into lake of fire at the great white throne judgment. That's their destiny. What's more merciful to pray that they, you know, get saved? No matter no matter if you got to hang them out over hell for an hour, God. To get them saved, praise God, they got saved. Or is it better, oh, bless them, God, bless them, bless them in their wickedness so that they can do further wickedness and, and defile your creation and, and defile your, your, your believers and your followers and that way, and then they go to hell. I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer. Then it says, then shall he, meaning God, speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. That's my prayer for these devils. They're getting more and more uncloaked by the second. Okay, yes, if it be possible, I pray to God he saved their souls. But we need God's judgment. We need God's righteous judgment over this wickedness so that this wickedness does not continue to go unfettered and prosper in its wickedness. You think George Soros wants God's righteous judgment or Hillary Clinton? Or any of these other nihilists and anarchists and in and, and lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgendered and feminazis? You think any of them want God's righteous judgment? No! But they would thank you if they ended up getting to heaven because they got woke up in this life through God's righteous judgment But if they don't experience that and they continue in their wicked, evil ways, you think they're ever going to turn back in and of themselves because all of a sudden they wake up one day and have a crisis of conscience? No, that's not how it typically works. Let's go further. Despite the fact that it is against the law to protest in America where Secret Service agents are present and guarding somebody under Secret Service protection, according to H.R. 347, which states when federal law on trespass was quietly amended, it is a crime punishable by up to a year in prison, I didn't know this, to knowingly impede or disrupt the orderly conduct of government business or official functions in locations guarded by the Secret Service, including places where individuals under Secret Service protection are temporarily located. We've seen... Very few arrests where Trump has been protested against. Now the only time they're going to get arrested is if, they, is if they just go totally bonkers nuts and take swings at people. Trump even said he's not he's not having them arrested for the most part, unless they just get totally gonzo and and start assaulting people. He's not even doing that. Um, We've seen very few arrests where because that would just be one more thing they could demonize him over. Oh, look, he's arresting all these poor innocent wonderful devils that are that are going in there seeking to, you know, <laughs> deny us our him and, and, and the other people their First Amendment rights and their right to assemble and all this other stuff. It says we've seen very few arrests where Trump has been protested against. If this was Mr. Obama being protested against mass arrests would be the norm. Because see, Satan. And his minions have one set of standards that apply to them, and we're we're looking at that today. We're we're shining a gigantic spotlight on them. And then anybody that is coming out with any kind of moral stance, upright stance, biblical stance, they have another set of standards applied to them, which are the exact opposite. Okay? And and this is this is the wonderful, brave new world we're in right now. Then we have these um these tweets from this guy, this Tefpo guy, this war machine, he calls himself, he says, Dear white people, if Trump wins, young N-I-G-G-A-S, such as myself, are fully hell-bent on inciting riots everywhere we go, just so you know. So in other words, we have a black guy here tweeting out to white people saying that, that if Trump wins, this is pure trying to intimidate. We're going to be riding everywhere, just so you know, okay? Then he says, Trump wins, ain't no more rules, FAMO, whatever that is. We've been too nice as it is. Oh, you really have. I'll tell you, you have been too nice to the white people in, in particular. Well, that's who he's in reference to. He says, dear white people, you've been way too nice to us. You know, you just assault white people at a 40 to 1 ratio. We're going to look at that more than a white person would assault a black person. 40 to 1. That's not 40% more. That is 4,000% more. And that's according to what the government admits to. It's probably higher. It's probably higher we've we've been too nice as oh i i i you really have you really have yeah you i mean we're going to look at that how nice they have been to the white race now i'm not talking about nice my nice black listeners or nice black people i'm not in reference to them i am talking about these devil thugs that are constantly coming out and wanting to rule us Everyone, through intimidation, thinking that threats are going to be what is going to cause the Trump supporters now to back off. We're going to look at that in depth. As Americans, we should have the right to go about our travels unhindered, but as we've seen in recent protests against Trump, terrorists are preventing law-abiding Americans from being able to go about their daily business unhindered as they block highways and transportation, completely unaware they are aiding the same injustices they claim they are protesting against. They are the biggest hypocrites on two legs, in other words. We saw this today in Arizona in what could be the unfolding of civil war in America as lawbreakers masquerading as protesters in Arizona stopped Americans from going about their day-to-day lives. And now, according to Economist magazine, a Donald Trump presidency is listed as one of their greatest threats to the global economy. But conversely, a Trump presidency would bring jobs back to America and corporations lose using low-wage labor overseas would be forced to pay Americans at least a little bit more. They don't want that. They want all their slave labor overseas where they can mass manufacture their goods and and, and and then ship it back over to us and then kill and steal the American jobs. That's what they want. That's they're all about the destruction of America. Here we have we have more pictures of protesters. Stop hate stop Trump or stump Trump, I don't know. It's all about hate. It's all they can say. It's their only argument. And then this lady just screaming at this guy pulling up a sign about hatred, bigots, bigotry, and all this, you know. It's, it's their only platform. It's, it's totally based on lies, but it's their platform, and, and it, it's what works for them, I guess. Back in 2008, 2012, white Americans barely protested against Barack Obama in his run for presidency and certainly never expressed the kind of hatred toward him that we have been seeing toward Donald Trump. But that's okay because they're on the opposite side of the movement, whether they're white, red, black, green, or yellow, they're on the opposite side of the movement. So therefore they're the ones that they're the media darlings. They're the ones that are, that are in the right. Um, uh, in our lifetimes of following politics in America, we can never remember so much hatred being displayed from a group of people towards a candidate merely for expressing his First Amendment rights and to see those on the left actually blaming Donald Trump for speaking his mind shows us how far down the Orwellian road of political correctness that we have gone. While anti-Trump protesters held up signs saying, make America hate again, I mean, that was a big one I saw the other day too, make America hate again, we've rarely seen so much hatred coming from anyone anywhere in the hatred which the protesters are displaying. Certainly not from those who chose to attend a peaceful Donald Trump rally, though. No, I didn't see any of that from anybody that was on the trial. Yes, you had people that were arguing back, but they were trying to reason with these people. But there is no reasoning with these people that are demon-infested vessels of Satan, essentially. Maybe some of them will come around, but for the most part, that's what I saw. Some of the most reprobate devils, like I said, it was the same crowd that I saw at the Planned Parenthood rally that were on that were on the Planned Parenthood side. You could have transposed them. Going further Each and every day, we can see the direction this is clearly heading. The leftists will do absolutely anything to stay in power, including launching a race war upon law-abiding American citizens. America's truly getting an opportunity to see what hatred is up close and personal. And this is my comment. I got a feeling we've only seen the half of that. I got a feeling that we're really going to see hatred, you know, uh, coming up here. America's truly getting an opportunity to see what hatred is. Why are their eyes so full of hatred as seen in the photographs above? While they may not like everything that Mr. Trump has to say as an American, but he's surely free to speak his mind, but no, not according to them. And those who choose to listen to what Mr. Trump wants to say shouldn't have their lives encumbered or threatened by those who have been taken over by hatred of what Trump represents, which is an America with borders, and that's just one of his platforms that he's wanting. Even even though so many Americans share the... Um, sharing the sadness of what has happened to our country under Barack Obama and the New World Order globalists over the past seven years, and prior to that under Bush. We never see the kind of hatred coming from those Americans who disapprove of Obama or Bush's politics and the actions as we do see the hatred directed towards Trump for simply voicing his opinions under the right of freedom of speech. Hillary Clinton has been responsible for the deaths of thousands in the Middle East and elsewhere, and so is Obama, due to her foreign policy, and we don't see the same kind of hatred directed towards her, not even by those of lost family members, due to her disastrous foreign policy decisions. While the globalists might think that they'll that they'll be able to start a race war, Many Americans have become too wise to fall for such tricks, as we learn from the story from Gateway Pundit and see in the final videos below. And I'm not going to play the videos, but you're free to click on the link to do that. Um, a black Donald Trump supporter gets into it with a racist protester who is wearing a KKK mask. Um, the black Donald Trump supporter has been arrested for his this beatdown. I, I, if this the one I saw, he, he beat him down pretty good. While the white Americans cheering on the black man, we have to ask, where is all that racism uh, all the mainstream media is talking about? I don't, I don't think this was on the mainstream media hardly at all because it didn't fit the narrative. You had a black Donald Trump supporter beating up a white guy who was wearing a KKK mask as they were ushering him out, <laughs> okay? It doesn't fit their narrative. Now, if it was a black guy in a KKK and a white guy sucker punched him, Oh, that'd be all over the news everywhere. Now I'm not condoning what he did. I'm just saying that it's if, if it doesn't fit the narrative, they're gonna they're gonna pretty much ignore it, or it'll, it'll only make the typically the local news. Um, so I think uh, I think I'm about out of time. Yeah, I, I'm out of time on this particular part. So we will go to part four next. God bless you.